1: Good morning, good people. Welcome to A to Z Sports Live, Andre Acquire Wednesday edition, streaming live on YouTube. And of course, I am your host, Will Skywalker. Still, boom. Had <sighs> to hit y'all with the Dak Prescott flesh Cowboys, it's Philly, part two, gotta get our lick back, y'all know I got my brother with me man, mm-hmm. Koye Media joining me in a second here, we ain't even doing no roundup, we getting straight into it, we want the smoke right now, Cowboys got a chance to temporarily, honestly this game is, mm-hmm. is for the, tempor- the, the t- temporarily for the division lead on Sunday, so we gonna break it down Specifically, though, we're specifically talking about the Cowboys defense and what it has to do to get back at the Philadelphia Eagles offense, which got them quite, you know, a good bit in that in that first matchup. But. um, I want to use the term blueprint. But the San Francisco 49ers did do some things. He did did put some things out there on film, but nothing that we didn't already know. And Okoye is going to drop that. So without further ado. Uh, dude, first of all, before I do that, shouts
0: out
1: to the Bomb Squad in the building. Shouts out to y'all. But let's That's go ahead squad. and bring my brother up in here. What's good, bro? How you doing this morning, What's dog?
0: good? What's good, man? Shout out to the AKs and the Bomb Squad in attendance, for sure, for sure. And um, um check your, your, your uh, audio, too, before we start. Somebody said something about it in the chat. Gotcha. I don't know if it was just him or not.
1: Yeah, I, I'll turn it up here. I'll turn it up for us that so day. we can make sure we get that good audio for y'all. That if that, I get too loud, that, let me know. We get too low. Oh, you sound,
0: sound, crisp to me, man.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think man, every time see. I bring in somebody, it happens. But it's all good.
0: Yeah, yeah. All good. All good. Ain't worried about it. we going at it all night, man. I was, I was fans, man. I was Eagle literally about to tee you of up y'all in here. Yeah. <laughs> I
1: was literally yeah. about to tee you up, bro. Because I know, the, I know Philly. Like, the, and in Philly, the energy is the energy. But on you know Twitter. in
0: Philly, they don't give me that though. In Philly, it'd be like, hey, what's up? You know? so, so why is it like that <laughs> on Twitter? Twitter because t- Twitter is a strange place, man. Yeah, it ain't real. Yeah, yeah. Twitter is not a real place. It's I'm scrolling
1: on place. Twitter, man. Just minding my business, and and I, and I just see I don't know yeah. what the dude's name is, but Akoya going yeah. back and forth with this this guy because you just keeping it real with the film. You prove it with it the film. It was his
0: fault. It was his. He asked for it. He said, listen you know cuz David Carr said what he said right and then Tom Brady had came out hold
1: up Hold up hold up hold up hold up you got to tee it up you got to tee that up you got to let people know what David Carr said because some people well, might well, not know what he said
0: David Carr and I understand I don't understand the backlash because what he was saying wasn't that Hurts is a bad player he's saying that the power run game cuz the Eagles don't have power running backs their power running back unfortunately is their quarterback so their power run game is hampered due to the fact that Hurts is one paid and two they don't want to get him hurt because he's been dinged up a little bit. So they're not running with him the same way they were well, early again, in the season. Go ahead.
1: Tell him, them, tell him, them I'm going to tell them what David Carr said. though. Oh, here. yeah,
0: I'm going to tell them what he said. So he okay. says that Marcus Mariota should play while Hurts heals up for the rest of the season so that they can make a strong playoff run, mm-hmm. which isn't an asshole take. It's not the baddest take in the world. It's like Marcus Mariota will give him time to heal and play at his strongest in the playoffs so that he's not limping into the playoffs that makes sense and they said because when he can't run the ball him sitting in the pocket and reading the field without the loaded boxes that come from him being able to run make it so that you're getting cloud coverages he's getting seven and eight man drop backs and they're just letting him stay in the pocket and he's standing there right so that's how teams are slowing him down they're not stopping him out obviously is you know 10 and 2 but they're slowing him down that way and he's saying if you if right now it's working but in the playoffs that won't work and if they want to be ready for the playoffs then they should sit him and allow Mar- Mariota to carry them to the playoffs because it doesn't matter if you're first seed obviously because San Fran beat you at home or if you're fifth seed you know it doesn't matter to the Eagles they should be you know at their best going into the playoffs and that's what he was trying to say you don't have to agree with it mm-hmm. you know what i mean but that's what he was saying, and everybody jumped down his throat on that. So I just said, hey, well, I obviously, you know, Wait, so he's you not agree? the only one who do I agree that yeah. they should sit him? I don't think it's a horrible idea. If, depending on how dinged up he is, I don't know. But um, you know, it's not a horrible thought if you know if you want to go and, and get deep into the playoffs. You know, I wouldn't want my quarterback who I need to run the ball in the playoffs, limping into the playoffs either. So if if we had that issue, yeah, I would say definitely you want Dak healthy. Going into the playoffs, if he had to run the ball and he's dinged up. So, I mean, I get where it came from. I don't, I don't really, you know, I don't think they can't win uh, with him playing the way he's been playing because he's been winning. So, you know, that's the thing. So, that I don't, I'm
1: going to sound probably like a hater, uh, mm-hmm. but I've always thought Jalen Hurts running was overrated. So I, I don't necessarily think healthy or not healthy. Like when I think of Jalen Hurts running, I don't think of him like, oh my goodness, we got to worry about Jalen Hurts teeing off for eighty-five yards and, and twenty-five yard scrambles. When, when you not look scrambles. at
0: the angle, you're right. Yeah. yeah you, so
1: I, I never viewed him as Justin Fields, as Lamar Jackson, as Vic, as these guys were like they could legitimately beat you with mm-hmm. their legs rushing. Where I look at Jalen Hurts as a scrambler, and when I watch mm-hmm. him over the last month. He's still doing that. So
0: well, yeah, that's but th- here's the, the the thing is, you remember last year and even in the third quarter of our game, like they used to take the ball and totally control the ball with power run games. So crazy in the first half that and they were a good second half team because they would do that so much in the first half, they would destroy your defensive line and hurt you, right? It's not they're not running the same as Mm-mm. they were, they're more of a pass. To run and he does scramble yep. but it's a scramble because I'm looking to pass It's not there I'm running. They were looking to run last year and they were hurting teams by running consistently and he was a big part of that sure. power run game. So yeah, you're right. Yeah, he does get off, he does take off but these are safe sort of like we want Dak to take off. Safe calculated str- scrambles rather than no, I'm I'm running this joint and I'm going to put my shoulder down and I'm running through your face. He's not doing that as often this season and rightfully so it could be because he got paid and they're asking him to do things a little differently or it could be because he's dinged up i don't know i'm not in his locker room but i i get what you're saying like yeah. he is still scrambling but it's not you know it's not like you know you know template drives where they're running and running and running and running to the point where defenses and you'll see this in the film but defenses started crowding the line of scrimmage and then you know it's easy Picks off the outs on the outside is easy reads because everybody's at the line of scrimmage trying to stop that consistent rush attack, especially teams that can't do it with their front seven.
1: And I think that has more to do with with the running backs with the with the will to run. Like they're not doing it for whatever reason. Yeah. DeAndre Swift kind of just gets lost in the sauce on that yeah. side of the ball last year. Miles Sanders and who was it? Uh, Gainwell and Boston Scott. Yeah. Like each yeah. week, yes, Hertz was a part of that. But right. they were still running the running the ball. They were what top right. two or three team in the league in, in rushing, uh, rushing attempts number one possibly and right. yards per carry. They were up there. Obviously Hurts helps with that. But if you go look at his yards per carry, seven hundred
0: and sixty yards helps a lot with that rushing. One hundred
1: percent, one hundred percent. And he had like he had like I think it was like some like eight or so ten plus yard rushes on yeah, the season. Yeah. But they weren't. Hey, I'm going to make you miss. They were just. No, no he's not, not you. Lamar Jackson You, you by, crushed, by any means. You, you crash yeah. down, and I got a free lane to get 10 yards, and I run out of bounds. So that's what I mean by, like, I mean, you they can still do that if they want, but I, I right. think the main problem with them is their new offensive coordinator is literally that, a new offensive coordinator, where Shane Steichen has been around. They were way yeah. more creative last year. Now, that doesn't yeah. mean they can't be, you know, difficult to stop because it's so basic what they do that if you can't stop yeah. it, they'll just continue to do it. Uh, right. and, and and I think that's really the, the main difference is some of the film you'll probably see some of the things they were doing last year they made you think a little bit more in my opinion than they do now they're they're right. a very stagnant offense but you just got to be able to stop
0: right they're, they're they're doing a lot more spread looks and spread concepts now than they were last year last year they were creative in the sense that they were they, they they were designing a lot of iso plays last season that were one man reads but the whole offense is predicated on getting that one man open. So it was hard to stop, especially if you guessed wrong on who that ISO player was on that particular play. So they were, they were doing that well. And I, I haven't seen a lot of teams do it the way Steikens, uh did last year, either, mm-hmm. where they'll slide um, Kelsey out on a slant. A look what looks like just a normal slant pattern, but it's not because K- Kelsey's timing it. Like he'll, he'll run up the field to block the middle linebacker interfered interfere with them on plays where they did it with Goddard, they did it with Smith and um, AJ. They would run, take turns running this ISO play where Kelsey would just dart out there and interfere with the middle linebacker on those slants. So they were turning five, what would be a five-six yard slant with a linebacker stopping it to twenty-three yard and forty-yard plays. You know what I mean? So that's it, that's Kelsey. what they're Kelsey, yeah, yeah. That's what they're missing right now.
1: No, you brought up Jason Kelsey. I mean, I'd make the argument, and again, Philly fans can be mad all they want. That's your MVP. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Jason Kelsey. Him, he, either him or Lane Johnson. Or you him or Lane.
1: Yeah, or, or your MVPs, man. Because yeah. they, can do, they can do those weird, quirky things because they have mm-hmm. a center that is that heady and that fast and that quick and that experience to be able to do so. He kind of controls the interior mm-hmm. line of scrimmage. But I do want to put a pin on that interior because I got some words about said interior, especially after watching the return of uh, Cam Jurgens. But um, Dan Quinn also has some words of Koye uh, about mm. what he thought that the Cowboys needed to do better coming out of the game and going into this one. So take a listen uh, to DQ. Yeah, I think yeah, that's pretty clear. You know, like, we've got to have a chance to get the football, give you know, it back to the offense. And I think one of the things that uh, really make them who they are is how strong they are on third and fourth downs you know, so I'll call it third down just to say, but if I'm not mistaken, we were, they were right around 50%, and that's right around what their average is. And so we've got to be stronger into that spot, knowing, you know, some of these are going to turn into fourth downs. So uh, I thought those would be two of the really big keys, um, you know, leaving that one and, and heading into it again. Got to get the ball, Koyer, and got to get off the field, something that the Cowboys uh, struggled with last week until the last three possessions. Yep. And and they struggled in Philly in, in, in that regard until the last few possessions. But right. think about it. The ball got put on the ground three times in that game.
0: Yep. I said and, the same thing yesterday, And man. didn't
1: recover the fumbles just at all. Just one of those. Just one. Just is one huge. of
0: those. The game is won. We won the game. If the Sam Williams sack, you know, Hurts doesn't fall on that. The uh, fumble. fumble that, uh, yeah, the Swift. fumble by yep, Swift. And then the Swift fumble at the end of the game. So those opportunities were there. It's just we uncharacteristically didn't capitalize on any of them, not even one. so I think that was a big part of uh of of why we lost, but the other half of that is um I think personnel wise quinn has been a little stubborn too with you know matching guys up. I think he did that in the um the Seattle game, even though I didn't blame bland for that big play to dK, but I also noticed that dK had a hundred yards on two plays right. And uh, he ended the game with, like, 123, 130, somewhere in there. And um, that was because they picked Gilly on him, who's a lot better against those big-bodied receivers. So um, I think when you, if you come out with that idea, like, listen, let's put the guys who where they are best suited, you know, and not just be so stubborn with, hey, if he's on the left, you're going to cover. If he's on the right, you're going to cover. If he's in a slot, hey, hey, uh, Lewis, you got him. No. <laughs> You put guys, have guys that are suited for the job or for the task. Uh, challenge these uh, receivers this game because we played a lot of off coverage, which plays into what he just said about the third down situations. Like we made it very easy on the early downs, which which made it you know harder for us on on later, like on the third downs, right? Because we were still playing off on third downs too, so we were giving up the easiest third down uh, completions that I've seen us do. All year. We well, haven't been that porous all year.
1: We showed the film after the game. I think we were we were we were I think we were just still steaming, so we were talking about the game. We weren't even <laughs> yeah. worried about the next opponent. I forget what I don't it was. think we
0: were. Yeah, we were yeah. talking
1: about and, and it was one play third and 15. And we talked about how we were playing so far off in that single high look. And uh, and Micah wins in 1.5 seconds. He won yep. on that play in 1.5 yeah, 50, seconds.
0: He 50, 50, killed him.
1: Because but you're playing so far off, it was just a take, take three steps slant. A.J. Brown catches it. We know how fantastic he is after the catch. He gets like an extra six, seven, eight yards, and now it's fourth and three, and they're like, oh, we're going for it. So, yeah, you got to be better. Like, you got to treat third. If it's third and long, you got to treat that like second and long. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because on second and long, you say, all right, if I get seven yards, I'm I'm in third and manageable. Well, if they get to fourth and manageable on our side of the field, they're going to go for it. So Dallas definitely has to tighten up a little bit. For sure. And one of the things we were talking about in the back, and, and maybe this could be an adjustment, is I, I wouldn't use the term struggle, but Philly hasn't quite been as explosive against the two high looks, right? And San Fran, they ran some single high stuff, but then they they also went back to two high. They mixed it up. You got to mix it up yeah. well. But where I think Philly really gets you is when you do run that kind of single high look and you don't get pressure, now you got a ton of pressure on, especially if Goddard's back, a ton of pressure on your coverage. And, and the Cowboys just... They haven't gotten it quite together, coverage wise, the last three weeks, and maybe it's the three games in twelve days. Maybe it's the hey, yeah, we're maybe. going to nerf the playbook because we don't, we don't, we don't have time to prepare. But they got to figure that out in this game.
0: Yeah, and, and the two high concept too could have been because of the reason San Fran might have run it is because Dallas Goddard, we also spoke on that, wasn't playing. So usually when you see those two high looks, you want your tight ends attacking and splitting those safeties, and when you don't have him out there it becomes a lot more difficult to run that type of uh, scheme. So maybe that's it. I don't know, but you're right about them attacking single high. You said they're like top 5 in the league at uh attacking single high coverage, yeah. which is amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. they
1: top 5 uh and all we, running blood, high, and we so run a single high so it's a good <laughs> But if you go look at the beginning yeah. of the Philly game, we were in I rewatched it yesterday and I don't know why it just pissed me off, bro. I, mm. Before I get to what pissed me off. We were in we were in you know, a too high situation and we disguise it like we talked about backstage on third and fourth downs because mm-hmm. shouts out to John Owning. Interesting nugget here. Uh, mm-hmm. In total, the Cowboys yeah, disguise their coverage at the 10th lowest rate. However, when looking at third and fourth down, they disguise their coverages at the second highest rate. So Dan is, is trying to mix it up a little bit um, on third and fourth down and money downs and make Jalen Hurts think because, right. look, man. I don't care what, what Eagle fans will be mad at you about, but but you what you were saying is real. Like he's still, yeah. and there's nothing wrong with developing it's, that, bro. Nothing that, that's, at all. That's
0: the thing that they're not listening to in the film. Is like, I'm I'm not coming at hurts when I say this. These are the same growing pains that every quarterback goes through, especially yeah, Dak. All of us know we went through it. We went through it. You know, so I'm not hating on him. I'm just I'm stating the same things I stated when I said it about my own quarterback, which is hey. Pump the brakes. He ain't there yet. He will be, but he's not there yet. And uh to see Hurt still winning the way he's winning with these tendencies, that just tells you what his potential truly is. Like when he learns to do the things that he's currently not doing on film, not looking guys off, not you know, reading defenses fully, not going through all his progressions. When he learns to do that, if he can win without doing it, when he learns to do that, that shows how dangerous he can be. So it's really not even a slight. It's it's a compliment. It's like you can see the big paws on a pup, so to speak. But but let's not pretend that he's doing it. That's the thing. I'm not gonna let you say that a guy is, you know, dicing it up when he ain't doing that. That's not no. what he does. No. That's not his game. That's like saying Shaq shoots three pointers. He's still dominant. But to say he's a three-point shooter, he's a precise free throw shooter. It's crazy to say that's not what he does.
1: So I got some notes that you know, going back to rewatching that game, I just wanted to jot down not not just that game, but I also watched the San Fran game, and I kind of just want to bounce these these off of you because some of these yeah. things we talked about coming out. Of that Philly game in general, uh, so I'm just right. the kind of the kind of rambly and in and, and not in a crazy think, order. So we just gonna yeah. talk about it, bro.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, one of the things I said saw too many times, Malik Hooker or Donovan Wilson was on AJ Brown, and if they saw this on film, they're bound to try to get that matchup again. Yeah. And they didn't necessarily take advantage of it, but if they go back and watch, they'll see again. Hertz's eyes aren't the greatest. They'll see there were times where AJ. You know, on, when it was on uh, Donovan Wilson or Malik, that was a money play. They just didn't get it to him. So I, right. I would like for them to not do that. <laughs> right. You know, we, we don't want to see that happen. Because how many times this year, we have we been like, how the hell was Tyrus Weed on Keenan Allen? How the hell was Jordan no, Lewis on Dallas what are, Goddard?
0: What are you doing? Like, yeah.
1: w- how was this happening, right? So I, right. I think I think if they want to do that, McCoye, right, they should put this man in oh. that situation. Yeah, I know what you're gonna say. You know man. where I'm going, My right? Cat, man. <laughs> yes, First of all, I'm gonna play some audio uh from Girls Talk Boys Talk. Shouts out to Two Eye, Jess, and I believe Nicole is her name, uh, the host of, of Girls Talk Boys Talk. Y.A. Thomas, ladies and gentlemen, he joined the show and and they asked him about you know being versatile and 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 Dan Quinn's defense, how important it is. Here's here's Juanyay on Girls Talk Boys Talk. Actually, here's a question from aisha aka 2i and 2i. Here's, here's uh one ye's answer so playing safety for dq in this system uh i remember talking to jordan lewis or just about playing db in general mm-hmm. i remember talking to him about it and it was like you better be a hybrid right? right right how different is it for you to be playing for someone like dq that uses safeties in ways that maybe aren't traditionally yeah. like how you guys would be used
0: man uh I'm just glad that I'm
1: here playing in his system, period, because DQ lets me be me. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it's just the fact that, like, he knows my strengths. He moves me around. He told me last year he wanted me to learn multiple spots. So, and that's what I did. And, like, DQ is a coach for all players that you can play multiple spots. Like, if you look at guys like, you know, Mike, uh, uh, Dono, all those guys and stuff. Like we all, we all move around, and like he just, he just helps everybody plays like themselves. So I mean, man, shout out to him. So, Wanye didn't play a lot. In fact, he didn't play at all. Acourier mm-hmm. in that game and only three snaps last week. Could he be an X factor in this game if you want to? If you want to do some of those coverage disguise things,
0: uh, he absolutely is because Wanye has a special ability to be able to flex out into the slot and cover larger receivers. I wouldn't put him against the shiftier guys, but you know, he can cover those big guys in the slot. If you catch him out there, he can play a little bit of the linebacker role that you're asking uh, Curse to do. He could do some of the things, be a force, you know, coming forward like Dono. Uh, So he's definitely, I think, you know, our best chess piece behind the line of scrimmage, you know, obviously that's Mike as the number one, but I would say a, a close to uh, is, is uh um, hmm. Wanye Thomas. And I, I know people are saying, well, why not bland, but bland does what he does. You know, he just, he does what he does. He's a, he, he's a, he's a corner. He does what he does. Wanye can serve purposes all over. And he also helps you when it comes to trying to make a defensive coordinator and a quarterback. Think about what yeah. the hell you might be doing when you put that personnel package on the field. You, you don't know what we're doing when you put him on the field. And the same goes for when you put Micah in the middle of the field. Both of those guys, Micah off the ball and Wiley on the field, create confusion for opposing offenses.
1: Speaking of speaking of Micah, let, let, let's stay there real quick because this is another thing I saw. I have in my notes here. I would rush Micah on the interior and, and mix it up with him on Maliata. I wouldn't even. I'm, I'm not saying Lane is is invincible, right? Like he hasn't right. been that great. Th- let me say this. He right. hasn't been the, the Hall of Famer this year. He's been solid, right. but right, right. the rushes on Maliata, I thought he he won a lot of those. Right. And the rushes on the interior, Okoye, oh, we're, were just killing. And I said I would love to see a combination rush of Mike on the interior, mm-hmm. and your guy Sam Williams on Maliato because he was winning against him early. And I don't know why we didn't see it. We much took late. him out of the
0: game. Yeah. I, Sam missed on a uh, on an edge like he didn't uh, contain on. I think one Gainwell run out on the edge, and then I didn't see him for like a series or two. You know, and then I was like, uh, "Why would you take that?" Those are the questions that I have for DQ. I, but you never really know. Somebody know. could be hurt. And, you know, he might have he might have tweaked something, and he sat down. You don't know why he sat down, but he sat down, and I just didn't understand that. I said, "Well, he was the one that was flashing in the first half." You know what I mean? He flashed, and uh, that sack fumble was brilliant. So you're right. He was he was he was beating Maliata, uh easily. But I I do think you're right when it comes to Lane Johnson. Uh, stay away from him. I saw what he was doing to Bosa. A lot of holding. To be honest with you, I'm not hating when I say that. he, and he gets, gets away st- with a he lot. He get
1: out that stance so early. That's a that's a that's a cheat yeah. code. Let's just be honest. It's a
0: cheat code when you can lift your leg up and it's not a false start prior to the snap. But uh, yeah, but no hate. He's still you know a great, formidable yeah. right tackle, top right tackle. in his league. Exactly, 100. Uh, if not the best in the league, he probably I, I can't think of one playing better than him. So. Uh, with that said, I, I wouldn't go attack power on power like we did in the San Fran game with Micah against Trent. I would go after Maliata with both Micah and Sam Williams. and If, I, if I'm going to bring pressure, I'm bringing it to the to the blind side, basically, or up the gap.
1: There we go. That, so mm-hmm. I, I was curious. I'm like, man, all the reps that we saw Micah winning, not all of them, uh, but, mm-hmm. but the sacks and some of the quick pressures were happening right up the middle. Right. right. I, and I know they had the rookie, right? The, uh, what is Tyler Steen or something like that? Yeah, yeah. They had the rookie, but I also saw him beat Dickerson and and, and Jason Kelsey up the middle. I, I've also saw right. him beat double team talking about Micah. So, right. you know, I said, let me go, let me go see what's up with Cam Juergens because Cam Juergens, you know, he returned to the lineup. And I looked and I noticed, huh, Cam Juergens has given up nine pressures in the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. Where was Micah lined up at, you know, and getting some pressure at in this game? It was lined up getting pressure on the interior even if right. he didn't get it in general he helped out other guys get it, created and I got, it yeah. exactly and i got some film playing from this niners game and and again cam jurgens only his third game back the last two games nine pressures i feel like quickness gives him some trouble i feel like he's still stumbly bumbly trying to figure things out and yeah. we have to remember people was all you know philly fans oh no cam jurgens you know, he's just all-world player. He's a second-year player with less than a year of experience. Mm-hmm. So for me, I'm kick, lining up.
0: catches up to us all, yes,
1: man. I'm lining up Osa Digizua mm-hmm. and Michael Parsons to attack Cam Juergens in this game and make them have to help out with Jason Kelsey so you can get one-on-ones with maybe Osa on one side, Michael on the other, D-Law on one side, Sam Williams, stunts. Stunt the hell out this kid. The Niners mm-hmm. don't do a lot of stunts, so, so, you know, it was hard to really tell there, but we do some stunts. I'm putting pressure on this kid. He hasn't played against the Cowboys yet this year. And the Cowboys have one of the best pass rushes in the
0: league. Right.
1: So I'm not, I'm, I'm tacking him, brother.
0: 100 percent Micah was winning so fast in the middle of the field. Like a lot of the uh a lot of our sacks, I think, even the sack where he hurt his knee, I think that was D Law that got it, but that was Micah in the middle of the field. Micah was winning pretty fast in the middle of the field. So uh when you look at the last two weeks, and you would know statistically better than I would, but when you look at the Redskins game, oh, I mean the Washington people's game. <laughs> the Washington football people. <laughs> yeah. And uh Seattle game. Um, I think the difference between those games, because we were looking at the defense, like what's going on? It's it's not just that we went sort of nerfed, like you said, with the um, with the scheme. I think it's also we put Michael on the edge a lot more than we did off ball in the middle of the field in those two games. And it looked we looked different. I think our best defense is when Micah's a chess piece that you quite you don't quite know what he's doing, and that's when he's standing over center and forcing those guys who are powerful, guards and centers. They're powerful. They're smart, but they can't deal with him in space. They can't deal with his quickness the same way a right tackle or a left tackle can. So, And you can't really chip him in there either. So it makes it so that you have to do a lot more, even if he's not blitzing. Even if he's just standing there spying, you're still going to pre-snap allocate resources to Micah Parsons, which frees up everybody else in their pass rush. So I think that was the big difference in those two games was that we didn't do that quite as much uh, as we historically have in situations. So I don't know why we didn't, but we didn't.
1: Another thing that that I was noticing, and you, this is something that you'll notice any any Eagle game you watch, is you got to finish your food in the sense of you got to tackle these dudes. Oh, yeah. uh, whether it's DeAndre Swift, Swift whether it's uh, A.J. Brown, who's tough to tackle, it's not easy. Uh, mm-hmm. Even Devontae Smith Low as broke a broke like two, oh, three man. tackles well, <laughs> on that first third and nineteen. I was screen. like, okay, what are we know skinny bet man. Yeah,
0: okay. yeah. So yeah, yeah. So you gotta
1: tackle these guys, man. Um, and, and it obviously it's easier said than done, but that kind of leads me into my next thing because we were mm-hmm. just talking about Jalen Hurts and the scramble ability and things like that. And again, this right. might sound wild, but again, I'm I just don't. Uh, besides the Bills game where he scrambled late, threw a Yolo ball up, and my man rewarded him. Mm-hmm. I, I don't necessarily fear Jalen Hurts off script plays for those big type of plays. And no. here's why. When I look at their route concepts, it's very stagnant. A whole bunch of comebacks, a whole bunch of hooks, you know, flat routes. So so what that does, in my opinion, is I, I don't think they have baked-in scramble drill big play things. Like I love listening to who I forget who who it was. Maybe it was um I don't know if it was a player or if it was a, a, a former player of Mike or if it was somebody on the Cowboys, but they said, "Hey, our scramble drills very week to week. Oh, it was it was shoddy." He said, "One week we might notice on tape a team in scramble drill they 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 attack or aggressively, so we'll go deep. Yeah, one team might attack deep, so we'll we'll just come back and we'll get what we can get underneath." I don't see on film where it's like, hey, Jalen Hurts is scrambling, and there's just this monster play. It's usually Jalen Hurts is scrambling. The comeback just comes back harder, <laughs> and he yeah. finds Devontae Smith or A.J. Brown and for a first, and he gets a first. But right. I don't fear the big play, but they can still move the change there. So I get it, that's, man. He can move Koye, but I just don't fear the big play on, on the That's
0: right? You You always do this too, man. You, you caught that because uh, – Believe it or not, that's like an integral part of the way Stankins ran their offense and the way Johnson does too. The reason you see so many comebacks is because their whole idea, whether it be through the, – the missing element is the, is the run game, right? But their whole game plan is to get you to crowd the line of scrimmage somehow, whether that's we're going to get you sitting on routes by attacking you underneath so much that you start to press and sit on those then routes. hit you deep, yeah. Yes. Or we're going to run the ball at you and you're going to crowd the line of scrimmage because you need to you know, load the box in order to stop the run because you can't do it with seven. One of those two things is going to, are you going to spy and allocate an extra resource to Hurts to stop him from running? But either way, once they get you crowding the line of scrimmage, it makes it so the throwing lanes deeper there, and he does have a good deep ball. So that's what they're trying to get you to do. And when you see teams give him trouble, it's when they don't bother to do it. They say, hey, man, whatever you're going to do short, you're going to do short. We actually showed that that's, that was the first time you saw A.J. Brown stop since the Minnesota game. We showed that. So said, look, man, we're not, we not coming down there. We're going to play off, even though I didn't like it on third downs. But we played off and kept everything in front of us. And other than the, the Devontae Smith throw, they didn't get behind us the whole game. It's the fact that on that throw, it was just a perfect throw, too. The was. plan wasn't in bad position. No. They didn't beat him. It just was like, great throw. It was nowhere else to put the ball. And uh, he put it on a rope, it's a, it's a deflection or interception. Great throw, great arc, great catch, everything, right? Um, but, you know, that's what you're going to have to do to be able to throw against a team that's saying, hey, we're going we to play off and, uh, you know, give you everything underneath. We're not coming down there because Dan Quinn recognizes that too. Like, they want you to press so they can get those opportunities on the outside, quick, easy reads and iso plays where, you know, he can take his shots because what he does he'll take 6 to 7 shots, sometimes 10 shots a game, and they're not trying to hit them all. They don't need to hit them all. Trying to push they them only back. need to hit they only need to hit two or three big plays and mm-hmm. blow the game open. So, they'll take six, six or seven of them just to hit one or two, you know, and that's that's the way they play. But to get you to do it, they they throw those comeback routes, those shallow drags, a lot of screen plays, a lot of uh, you know, one man routes, things like that to get you to crowd the line of scrimmage or they run yeah, and, and I'm, and you're, I'm sure yeah.
1: you're going to put that on film oh, that's what uh, here in a yeah. second once once yeah, we yeah, get to so. it. But before we get to your film, I do want to talk about will, the player I believe is is one of the biggest X factors in this game. Uh, and I got a play that, I, that I'll show here in a second. But Dallas Goddard um, mm. is, is potentially returning here. And he was a guy that we he featured trouble, yeah. going into the game. They started to get Goddard going. He was averaging something like five or so receptions over 40, 50 yards. He was yeah. he was getting moving,
0: and he want his get back too. <laughs> yeah, because Bell broke his arm. I'm
1: actually about to show that play. Hmm. Um, Goddard, we talked about this behind the scenes. Goddard's a guy that that they, he makes you pay if if you pay too much attention to their wide receivers. That's the whole point of having Goddard. Since hmm. he's been out, Jack Stowe, I think is a tight end. He's he's had like total of like thirty yards, if that. I don't even hmm. know if it's been thirty. <laughs> um seriously man they the, the tight end position is is nowhere to be found
0: but hurts those. also will not target a guy that he don't like man yeah. if you don't bang what you like that you're not getting a look no you're not getting a look so it, it it could be less of how good he plays or doesn't play and more like hey man who is this guy
1: oh no he he good stole is not as good not even close uh to god goddard is is, legiti- oh, is, is a legitimate nasty, yeah he's a legitimate tight end so obviously you got a feature bro right um and, and they did so in the Cowboys game, right? Fourth down, yeah. big play. Six-foot-six target on a five-foot-ten guy. Yeah, I'm going to throw it up there and let him catch All it. Day. And then when you needed to get a stop on on a second-and-long play, or might have been third down, can't remember, uh they did the one play we talked about a whole lot, Okoye, and it was split, that damn split split freaking zone. And I, I yeah. want to go ahead and I want to show this play here in a second because they hadn't run it. If I could pull this over, come on. What are we doing here? All right, so it doesn't want to go over. One second. Let me see if I can get it in there. There we go. Oh, there we is. hadn't run it. Uh, they hadn't run it all day against us for real, for real. They ran split zone, but they didn't run this play action split we're, zone.
0: We're, our formation, and this is what, why are we leveraged that way on that play, too? Everybody is tilted you know, to, to the strong side right now. Everybody. You know well, what I mean? A, it was a perfect setup. Well, we
1: the thing, though, about this is this was actually played really well, except as we'll see as the play goes, it just takes one false step, one pause, and this play can bust for a big game. So uh, as you see here, it's, it's just a regular split zone play action. They're gonna they they got the blocker blocking on the uh, right side here. They're trying to get the linebackers moving one way, and they right. nec- they don't necessarily bite on it. But when you let right. the play run, you'll see they get they're trying to isolate Micah, and they're trying to isolate that guy. Marquise yep. bell in the middle of the field and they yep. do in a sense and Marquise Bell doesn't play it terribly but all it takes is stop the feet at that last second go. and that's
0: what killed him it take if he just flowed with it he got it but he stopped to pay attention to hurts which he shouldn't have and right. uh he, he got lost on that one
1: right so 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 if you look at the other angle and we'll get to that in a second he notices it right if you if you study the eagles you can get some tendencies if goddard is playing that far inside Nine times out of ten, it's split zone. Nine times out of ten, it's either split zone, they're going to run it, he's going to pull tried. it, and, yeah. and Goddard is and going to catch the ball. or Right, so if they're running, he's going to do the trap part.
0: Mm-hmm. But,
1: and he notices it, so kudos for him noticing it. But the problem, like you said, is that once they do execute the play action, Marquise Bell stops his feet right there. As yep. soon as he plants that foot down, he doesn't continue He's out. He's
0: peeking inside, yeah.
1: It's a wrap. And he didn't necessarily need to. This is played it's well. not your job. Look that ain't this. your
0: job. Any, he wouldn't have making that play inside anyway. This That's is, Micah's job or the if, right. it, if it goes to Swift, then it's the lineman's job. All he should pay attention to is Goddard on this play. But uh, you know, he's he's learning. So, you know, I can't I can't fault him on that.
1: Right. That's where I'm that's what I'm getting to here. Look, if you look at how this is covered, this is defended well, in my opinion. Micah plays upfield like he's supposed to to contain mm-hmm. the edge. Your sole job is to worry about Dallas Goddard. Honestly, if you get ran out the play, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. But because that that one pause with Goddard yep. running full speed, yep. it's pitch and catch. And it's yep. a big play. So you know, this is a play that the Cowboys are going to have to worry about, uh, and, and they're going to have to to, to defend. And it doesn't—they don't have to run it a whole bunch, Akoya. Like they—they they no. just do it once or twice, and they hit you with it, and look what happens. Next thing you know, they go up
0: twenty-eight to. Uh, yeah, a 17 couple of big plays on those on those ISO plays like that, and a couple of deep balls. That's it. They need need about four or five impactful plays a game that change yep. the entire game. That's what they're looking for, Facts. and they they'll keep doing it until it works.
1: Facts. All right, let's jump into your film uh where you're basically breaking down Jalen Hurts pretty much, yeah. Pretty Hurts much. season. Hurts season. <laughs> that's crazy. You got how the how the Eagles get the best out of Hurts and you got people mad at <laughs> the breakdown. That's wild to me.
0: That that's what broke my that's what broke my brain. It's like all all day I'm like, I'm showing what the kid does well, man, or what the young man does well. He's 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 definitely a dynamic player. You can't win if he's not, right, you know, but as I spoke earlier, is like they they get a lot of help from their offensive line. Like you see, they they definitely use their offensive line as a weapon. You see Kelsey right there sliding out there as his lead blocker on that play. But like I said, he's he's tough as hell. He's not, you know, a guy that you can just say, hey, we're going to put one guy on him and hopefully you know that spy can stop him. But like you said, he's not a dynamic runner like a Lamar Jackson either. You know what I mean? But last year, this this is what you saw last year. There was a power run game downhill where they would just continuously run the ball right mm-hmm. at you. And you knew that they're running the ball right at you. And you couldn't do anything about it, no matter who they did it with, right? Now, you know, they're not doing that quite as much. And I don't know if it's because he's hurt or if it's because, you know, Johnson is asking them to do things a little differently. But because of that, they're not getting those defenses to crowd the line of scrimmage half as much and defenses are electing to play coverage against them and that's what's slowing up their offense because as i just spoke on they're giving you the defenses now that are stopping him like San Fran even we did it you know we didn't we didn't shut him down but what defenses are electing to do they're not giving you this much space anymore uh, out there you know because they're not crowding the line of scrimmage the way you know, both both uh, the Chiefs were a lot of teams last year did it, but I think the the team that broke it open and you'll see this in the film uh, were the Colts last year with uh, with Gilly on it. Right? They the Colts just said you're going to see it on the film. The Colts are like, hey man, uh, we're going to let you stay in the pocket and we're just going to figure it out. You know, and he's going to beat you every once in a while doing that. But I think they much rather allow him to take these type of shots where you'll see that's a good arc on his throw, great throw, that's great throw, throw. Bad. That was
1: the best throw I think of the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, great throw. Bad read though, but great throw. I don't think he knew that cornerback was rolling underneath that. And he, but he, but he once he, you know, once he makes a read or once you call a play, he's doing it. Here, um, I pointed this play out because Kelsey is a beast, man. Kel- these are these are the ISO plays that they still run. So to Johnson's credit, even though Stankins isn't here anymore. If that's how you say his name, you know, Steichen, always, yeah. you know, I miss everybody's name. But uh even though he's not here anymore, they still run these concepts a lot. It's just that teams are more apt at stopping these things or stopping these short tunnel screens and these uh set up uh uh one man screens. Like look at Kelsey sneak out there, right? This is how you know that there was the ball was going nowhere else on this play. You know, these are slant routes, but the ball took was never going off. anywhere else. Yeah, he took his head off. The ball was never going anywhere else. So, and they do that with Dallas Goddard. Nope. Damn. You see them do that with Dallas Goddard. You're gonna see them do this with uh, AJ Brown, so on. The 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 key to their game is trying to get you going left and right, trying to get you crowding the line Mm -hmm. of scrimmage so they can sneak behind you, right? So in the beginning of games, and they're running that same strategy because they were saying, Hey, if it worked last year, why not try it again this year? And that's what Johnson is trying to do. But early in games, teams are ready for this stuff, right. So they're trying to get you to crowd the line of scrimmage by a hell of high water, whether it's running the ball or throwing the ball short, you know, to get you looking short. And once they get comfortable with these isos and you start to press, they hit you with double moves deep or they hit you with just straight go routes deep to try to get behind you. And it it was working quite a bit last year. And even this year, it works to a degree, but it's a lot harder for them to pull off because the run element isn't quite there. It's not consistent enough. It's not there. It's not there. So – with with Hertz, I think that Hertz is a quarterback just like anybody else who had to de- has to develop his eyes down the field, has to develop his ability to move safeties and so on. He's not doing that right now. Um, you saw in the San Fran game, he was they just you know let let him stay in the pocket and just let him sit back there, right? They didn't care, you know what I mean? And uh, I I think that that is what uh, teams. Are going to do to him the rest of the playoffs or the rest of the run you know, in the playoffs? That's what they're going to do to him. When you see these these power looks where they're like blitzing them, you know what I mean? You, he he, it's easy for him to read. There's a lot of space back there, and it's easy for him to read that because you know everybody's at the line of scrimmage attacking, attacking, attacking. But as you can see with San Fran even last year, this is a last year in the playoffs. They didn't even have their quarterback, but you know this is how they attacked last season early. And they even learned from this. Like, we're not blitzing and sitting like they were last year. This season, they sat back. They didn't bring five or six every play like they were doing in this film. And they did this all game last last year. And uh, I think they learned. They learned from, I think, the Minnesota game. They learned. Like, man, you just play off. He's going to give you opportunities. Here's an ISO concept that I'm talking about, right? You see all the blue routes that you see here. They're just routes that are you know, pretty much runoff. They're running the safeties off. They're occupying guys. But this entire play, even though it's a spread concept, this entire play is a slant screen or a return screen. That's what I call it because it's really a one-man screen with Kelsey and AJ. That's it. Everything else is a moot point. So when people say he's reading, this is there's no need for him to read the field on plays like this. He can't because
1: Kelsey would be a legal man downfield.
0: Right, there's nowhere else to go with this football, and it doesn't matter. Like, but it looks like he's reading. It looks like he hit AJ on the slant and got him open. But this entire play, there's a rub route there to get AJ open from Gilly, right? And then in the middle of the field, right there, you're going to see Kelsey is right now darting at at uh, Zach Franklin, Zaire Franklin. I mean, he's he's darting at him because he knows he just needs to get a piece of him so that AJ has a, a has a tunnel, has a lane, and and this is what. Kelsey, why you said Kelsey's the MVP, or this is why Kelsey is like a uh, chess piece for the Eagles because this is what they do, you know. But on film in the broadcast, it just looks like A.J. caught a slant. These are all designed this way. They are all designed this way, all of them, you know what I mean? And this is what they like to do. So when the Eagles can't do this and they can't get you to crowd the line of scrimmage, if you can stop it the way uh, we have been able to come down and and tackle well, if you can come down and tackle well, you're stopping these uh, short passes and these iso plays. They don't really have an answer deep. They're just gonna still, you know, they're gonna still do it. Like remember the Titans. They, they don't have an answer for you deep when you can stop it. Now, if you if this stuff gives you trouble, like if they're if they're hurting you with these uh these tunnel screens, these hitch routes and smoke screens, then you're done. You're done. Because once you start crowding a line of scrimmage, they're gonna effectively get behind you, and that's it. That's the end of it. That's the end of it. So effective tackling, coming down, I did, this is a very long film, but effective tackling yeah, you ain't coming down. you got to go through it all. We can, just get your points and, across. I got you, bro. Reading and assessing what's going on in front of you is an integral part of uh, stopping the Eagles, man. And uh, Hurst is progressing. He's getting there. I'm going to jump forward a little bit because yeah. I want to show people what they do after the fact, right? So I showed you what they're doing short, right? This should be, you should be close to where they're at deep right now. Let's see. Boom. So once they get your eyes in the backfield like you see here, once they get your eyes in the backfield, and they get you start starting to press and crash short, and they get you thinking, "Hey, let me let me jump these." You know what I mean? So they do this over and over again. I'm just showing you the effect on Ufanga, right? They get these guys doing that over and over again. You know, jumping and trying to jump routes and run into the running dart into the line of scrimmage, and then hugging the line of scrimmage so they can take these one man shots down the field. This is what they want to do, and this is what they're good at. They you tried know, it against
1: the, the Cowboys uh, a few weeks back.
0: Yeah, they, oh, they did it against the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. They got one of them. Got I told one. you they only need one need or one. two. They got one Smith, but, you know, Bland shut the rest of them down. But you can see what they're doing and, and what they like to do, and that's it. Like, once they get you crowded in the line of scrimmage against the Colts, they did it. But, I, like I said, the reason I say Gilly should be on AJ's because Gilly did a great – I watched that film over and over again. Gilly, Gilly did a great job of yeah. – uh, Slowing AJ down. In they that threw game a bogus route. Yeah. They threw a the
1: bogus pass interference, and even AJ was like, "Man, good coverage." And, and yeah. then the flag came out, which was <laughs> ridiculous. Twenty some yard pass interference, unbelievable.
0: Yeah, craziness. Ward did it. Travis Ward did a good job against him last week too. You know, Ward did a great job against AJ because there is a look that you'll see, and uh, it's not in this film. But um, if you have the San Fran film, I'll show you a look. Uh, if you get to it, like it's two end zone looks. Where you see a three by one set, it doesn't matter if they're in trips or whatever they're in, they're, they're going to AJ three by one set running back to the X receiver side. They're trying to hold that linebacker and go to AJ deep every time you see that, you know. But you can see their their style is let's get you crowding line of scrimmage so we can throw deep balls on the edge. Mm-hmm. These are not reads. Even those deep balls are. That's he doesn't have to read. It's you're crowding line of scrimmage. He got one on one. He sees cover one. he's throwing it out there. That's it. It's not. It's not very difficult for him to. To do that, you know, and then there's a series of rub routes in there, too, across the middle of the field where he wants to throw into the triangle. I call it triangle anywhere from tackle to tackle and then deep middle. Right. So right now what he's looking at, this is where he reads. Well, anything going across his face. Yeah. You know, that's where Dak was, too. So it's not it's not a foreign thing, but that's where he reads. Well,
1: he hit Devontae Smith on uh, on a really good over route uh, in in, in that kind of triangle. Now, he kind of cleared it a little bit, but it was probably his best against the Cowboys um, a few weeks back.
0: Yep. Yep. The way the way he plays, though, as I said, the, the best thing to do against him. And this is where I'm going to jump to. Let me show you. I'm going to show you what the Colts were doing and watch how much time he has. Now, this play I put in here because he he had time. He has time. This is one of the plays he actually likes. He did this in the Super Bowl. And he did it against the Colts. The Colts just. The coach, he uses his feet to, to move the safety. See, how the safety's, the safety's darting with him, right? Mm-hmm. And this is just opens up the opposite side of the field. Bland got beat against Chicago on the same play, right? He just recovered. Last You know year. what I mean? Yeah, he recovered last year, but he recovered. Uh, in this particular play, they, they stripped him, but it was wide open, and they do it a lot. They'll do this to us, too. Um, they did this all season this season. They did it all last season. And they'll do it to us. You know what I mean? They'll, they'll pick their spots. This was them in the Super Bowl. They just decided, hey, we're going to go with a tight set and do it again. Right. Same concept. But when you pause it right there. Right. You have Devontae Smith on a linebacker. Oh, this is clearly where you want to go with this football. Right. And when I say he doesn't read the field, it's not an attack. Any coordinator would say I mean, anybody would say this is where you want to go with the football. Now, look where he goes with the ball. And it works, but he goes into double coverage with the football, right? It's just that AJ, AJ he uh, throws some yard balls, bro. Right, AJ Brown just just wins here, but you would never say that's where he should have went with the ball. That's a great play for AJ and great play for him, but he clearly wasn't reading what was going on in the middle of the field. And I put several plays out there where he did this. Here, Goddard is going to break open on this crosser, right? And he's going to, but he goes to the well too many times. Goddard is breaking open on this crosser. Right there, Goddard's right in his face, wide open. He's not seeing that. He's going back to AJ again, even though AJ is not open at all. Double coverage <laughs> again. Give what I'm saying. Pick. Yes, that is not reading the field. And that's where my criticism came from. It wasn't like I'm just saying he can't read the field because he's, I don't want to. He's predetermined, if it feels like. He knows where he wants to go with the ball. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And he does this over and over again. This play here, shoot another. Pro- if we go great, back, yeah, throw yeah, right. off his back foot, but he had guys wide open. Yeah, somebody <laughs> underneath was. <laughs> you know what I'm saying great throw. He he, he should have made that play, but that wasn't Devonte was, Smith. Was Devonte Smith open. is wide open. Watch this play again. Boom. Watch Smith. Boom. Over that safety got taken out of it. Oh, I'm sorry about that. That safety got taken out of it. Let me rewind it again because I, I just messed that up myself. But that safety got taken out of there. And Smith is right there. Oh, that's not Smith. No, nah, nah, if you go back that's a it. few
1: seconds and pause it, you will, you will yeah, see will see.
0: I got to see this right here. Nope. Yeah, me, nope, I went too far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, oh, here we go. God. Right here. Let me pause it got to be a quick right. pause. Boom. Okay, so now that 16 is running that safety off, you got to know, hey, Smith has a soft spot in the middle of the field. Oh, He's right running here. the dig. Boom. I ah, still missed it. But, yeah, either way, I'm going to show it at the end of the play. Hold on. Good good attempt, good throw, you know what I mean? But bad read, bad read. There you go. There's nobody in the middle of the field on Smith at all, and there wouldn't have been at all. There was no way they were stopping that if you hit Smith on that play. And they win a Super Bowl if he just makes one of those reads, just one. The Colts kept him in the pocket. And, you know, he, he he did. These are the comeback routes that you were talking about. That's why I said you you always do this every week, man. <laughs> uh, I put a bunch of comeback routes in this film because, as you can see, <laughs> because uh, that's what they do. They'll start running these comeback routes to get you to start sitting on them. And as soon as you sit on them, they're going to try to beat you deep. You know what I mean? Because you, you can see that they're sitting right now. 31 was like, you're not beat me with that again. And that's, that's not a good thing. Like, when you come down and you blow those guys up short, you would think, that, oh, that you're, you're doing well, that's that's when they know it's time to go deep because they know you're sitting on them. So they wait for you to start cr- crashing on those.
1: It did it to Bland. If, if you go look at, there's some, like, signs of the sideline audio, and, and Devontae Smith on the Bland touchdown, he said, I told y'all all week, double move, I got him. Mm-hmm. And he yep. hit Bland with a double move. And, again, it wasn't like it was – look, in the NFL, he's beat. Let's just be honest. Bland was beat and it was a right. great throw but that's all it takes right all it takes is maybe a half a yard of separation and that that double move got him the yards he needed and hit the touch and he hit the touchdown so yeah you're right. right all it takes is one
0: now look at this play look at how much ungodly time oh, now, yeah he's it, fortunate to have a
1: line like this
0: man it's it's not the line though that's what i'm trying to explain to people Well, Sheila. the line is good but nobody's pass rushing they they don't bother pass rushing them i'm trying to tell people that Look at this. There's nobody rushing him. Look, they're just watching, waiting for him to run. Nobody's rushing him at all. He's he's standing there because nobody's trying to get upfield. And I mean, that's because when you do get upfield, you know, he takes off on you. But they're just trying to contain him and keep him in front of him. That's why he's able to run back there. You know what I mean? There's nobody trying to come after him. And then when they do break loose and come after you, he's going to extend and do stuff like this. But this is how the Colts stopped him by just letting him sit back there. This muddle, is why were, it's,
1: it's called the muddle rush. Is what uh, yeah. Rod used to call it. You know, we yeah, get, they just, we want to get upfield, but we don't want to get past the upfield.
0: Look at this. They're not coming after. Them. They're just squeezing the pocket slowly, but they're not trying to beat these guys. So they're not. The line is not just holding these blocks. They're just not coming after them. That was a good read there. Like he, he hit I mean, but that. That's, but, but see that right look, there
1: is a reason why you do want to get interior pressure.
0: Oh, of course, you want a gap pressure. You just don't want to. You don't want to break contain on the outside. No, that's, no, that's no, the no, no. Yeah. See, look, there was that. Uh, there's that same uh, comeback route, and then as he extends, he's going to extend here. Boom! He break. He wants to get out on the edge, and after that comeback route, they got behind them because uh, they sat on that comeback route, that and uh, they just improvised pal. on Why that. They improvised that. on that play. Yeah, you said that was incomplete. Yeah, I, <laughs> I remember watching so, it. They, remember, they never one. challenged
1: yeah. it. They just went up on on the ball look, and Look it. at this.
0: Still, look at this. Still going. Nobody's trying to blitz him or come after him, and that's that's how teams are electing. To stop him, they just let him sit back there. He's just sitting back. Look, keep him in the pocket, and look at how long it's, it's, it's taking for him to find somebody. You know what I'm saying? That's not a, that's not how you're drawing up your offense. No offensive coordinator is saying, "Hey, sit back there and let's you know just look at it for you know eight seconds and, and just play live football." That's not how it goes. But yeah, man, that's that was a long film. So sorry if I was long window. No, no, one, no. But, uh, I, that was like a 15 minute uh, video I did, man. But it's just I wanted to drive the point home without putting one or two plays in there. I, I took a concept, and I just kept – when it was comebacks, I said, I'm going to get you 10 or 15 of those so that you can see this is exactly what they're doing. So once they, once they get you in the line of scrimmage, they want to put that ball behind you. This season, they haven't been as good at doing that uh, because the run game isn't as effective as it was. They choose the third quarter to actually go power with their run game, and, th- and that's why in the third quarter – Usually, I don't. I know this is probably the statistic, but they probably own the third quarter of almost every game that they've played except for the games that they lost, like except for last you're, you're week. You're probably right, because I, I think they-
1: I remember them bringing that up uh, this past week and maybe the weekend before, and mm-hmm. it's kind of the same thing that happened. Buffalo, that was a game. In, in Kansas City, they came out, and it was DeAndre Swift, big, big run. Buffalo, they came out third quarter, DeAndre Swift- they They're owned running. the third quarter. So they were teeing they, it up. They play like
0: game. last year only in the third quarter. <laughs> it's like after that, they still they go back to what they've been trying to do this season. Yeah, but last year
1: they got out ahead of you. And it's, yeah. that's the difference this year. And I think, again, that goes back to the new offensive coordinator you brought up, Shane Stinkin. Uh, yeah. Shane's thinking was a little different. They came out more aggressive. They came out getting up on you. Yeah. And Philly fans would say, oh, well, the score got closer at the end because we were just running it out. That very well may be true. But you, I don't think you, your offense is the same as last year. So that's why you're seeing these tight games. Because early on in the games, it's it's closer. And then later in the games, you're trying to fend off these teams. And sometimes you get lucky. Sometimes you don't.
0: I, I would argue, though, on film, like when we were preparing for the first time we played them, on film, they're doing the, – the plays are the same, but when you have a coordinator, they're going to call it in different situations. But the plays, they still run this stuff this season. That's why I still put that film up there. They still run all this stuff. They just they just run it at different times, you know what I mean? And they're not running the football the same way. So it's not the same mentality from the offensive coordinator down this season as it was last season. You're right there. but Yeah, the style, they're still, is,
1: the, the style is different. Um, right. You can, you can give a cook, you know – you can say, hey, you cook this, mm-hmm. you know, whatever whatever the dish is. Right, but we're right. going to make it differently. They're going to do I, it. Yeah. I feel yeah. like Timberlis that's going to be a little
0: different. Depending yeah, on I feel like it. that's yeah.
1: what's happening with their offensive coordinator and and I thought he was a little yeah. bit more creative in how he got into these looks in the PCP. All that you just showed, that's PCP. That's play call purpose. And, mm. and and I felt like they set a lot of that up last year, where this year it's very static. They don't motion at all. Like last yeah. year they didn't motion much, but they motion more. They barely right. do any pre-snap type of motion. The, right. the route concepts are extremely stagnant, more right. so this year than last. Like all those overs you were seeing, bro, I haven't seen a lot of that in the, in the film I was studying um, the last few few weeks. And and I don't know what why. It's not my my problem, you know, because that's what gives the Cowboys most trouble yeah. is those over yeah. routes. So hey. they would
0: run you off. They, they run their over routes like you run a rub route. Like those those receivers that are on the perimeter are not getting the ball. They're they're trying to occupy if you're in cover three, they're trying to occupy the corner and that deep single high safety so that you can break off on that on that over route. It's like anybody else runs it, but they just did it very well when they do it because they're they're not they're they're it's sort of like us when we say, you know, uh, why receivers know the progressions in our offense. And that kind of makes it so that sometimes you just, you know, just playing for the love of the game, so to speak, like uh, Schottenheimer said, um, the Eagles are that way, too. They know who's getting the ball. So a lot of the other routes, like especially those ISO routes, they know they're not getting the ball. They know their job is to rub or interfere with someone so that their other guys get open. The difference was that they were they weren't spamming it as much uh, last year as they are this year. They were t- taking turns doing those ISOs. Goddard would get a turn. Smith would get a turn. AJ would get a turn and they would just keep taking turns doing them. And then they would do the screen stuff behind us, behind the line of scrimmage too, with Sanders and Scott and those guys. But now they're doing a. They're running everything through AJ now, and you. So you kind of know what they're trying to do and who they're trying to break open.
1: This was the the pass interference, the BS pass interference. Oh, that was, this
0: was bullshit at the bottom
1: bullshit. of the screen. You were talking yeah. about Gilly playing it well. Boom. Beautiful. Right? I mean, that's 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 beautifully played. I, and then look at how he just throws that flag there. Like, what are we talking about,
0: man? No flag whatsoever. Should have been on that play. I mean, he press within five yards. That was legal, and then by the and time and they engaged again, a, yeah. that's AJ engaging with him, and there's no way he can catch that ball anyway. That's great cone coverage. He yeah, used the I, I, I
1: don't understand how this was. It was defended well, and like you said, th- this is what you know. He if he sees this, look single high, one on one.
0: Yep, He's taking a shot. There,
1: there is no scanning. If he was, if he was like a legit, and look. I'm I, I almost said the legitimate quarterback. If he was, <laughs> <laughs> don't you
0: do it. Officer, he's like, don't you do it.
1: Legitimate quarterback. What do you mean by that?
0: <laughs> he had the Dursky ready. What do you mean by that? They're going to be like, got him.
1: <laughs> got him. So... <laughs> I mean, look, look, man. We keep oh, the debate man. here. He's not a quarterback <laughs> that's going to scan the field. Yeah, he's not, And man, if he, he just... scans the field here, he says, okay, look, man, this ain't here. Like, why, why are we throwing this? This, this, this yeah. is not open.
0: If you're going to throw anything, you do a back shoulder here. You don't try to put it over the Yeah, top. You, and, and this is what I mean by,
1: yeah. by scramble drills, bro. If he – that, in my opinion, if this ain't here, he's stepping up over here, and we're going to do our scramble drill. Instead, right. he throws it, and – he has no, no other option, and, they, and he gets bailed out. So it's a 22 or so yard penalty or whatever, and he gets yeah. bailed out. But but, that, but that's what I mean by, by I don't mean to say legitimate, but a, a quarterback that a reads, a pocket passer who, that reads. There you, I, go. you you I don't care what these Eagle fans say, man. You are not lying when you, when you say he one read or whatever. That It's what it is. And, and maybe that's, that's does, the yeah. offense. So maybe it's not him. Maybe it's, hey, we're coming out here. This is the look. I know you're playing 10 yards off. I got AJ Brown a slant. Look, go watch the first two possessions in that Niner game. Well, nothing crazy about it. It was quick right. slant to, to, to AJ Brown, 40 yards. Quick slant to AJ Brown, 20 yards. Get right. down there and they stalled. Once they tightened up those slants, things became more difficult for him because they made him sift through that zone and made him sift through the the disguises that they were playing. It was show maybe too high, you know, come down, play rover. We do that a lot too, by the way. We'll show right. too high, and then Donald will come down intermediate and play play rover. Now it's cover three, but
0: uh, I, I think I'm I trying to find a play where where he did that. Like I'm I'm trying to go back to that film real quick and find that play where he's standing in the pocket, makes one read, and then just does a circle. He just runs in a the circle. There's nobody even coming after.
1: Him. Oh, he be- he definitely bails. I mean, yeah, I, I know Eagle fans that, that get upset him about him at all. that. Like he he will he will bail from a from a clean pocket because he knows if I can make a play off script let maybe somebody to get open but you know there's times and maybe it is the muddle rush but there's times back in the day where tony used to have like eight seconds remember that back in like 2014 and 2016 or not yeah. 16 but tony would have but he a lot was of time buying
0: a lot of that time like Dax is doing now too like, no, like but what i'm getting at is he
1: had, had what i'm getting at is it looked like that it, it, it would look like oh he's got eight nine seconds but it wasn't because it was a muddle rush. It's because your offensive line was just like that. Don't get twisted right. though. The Eagles' offensive line is
0: a really good. Oh, they are line. good. You know, they're a, good. It's probably the best. Offensive people line. aren't rushing them still. Yeah, but they're good. I won't, I wouldn't. But I don't want us to do bad.
1: that necessarily. I, I don't want us to play conservative and, and
0: muddle rush. I, I, I don't. I don't think we we're a team that doesn't have to. That's what I'm saying. Like we we actually were getting to him. Right. Sam Williams got to him. So we. Micah don't have got to, to him.
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, we.
0: we And then we actually are a team that can bring consistent A-gap pressure because of where Micah can line up at. So we don't have to do that. We still need to do it on the outside. You need to collapse the pocket on the outside, but – you don't come after him on the outside. I don't want to see like in some gonna, of those
1: clips you showed the defensive tackles is just playing patty cake. Like, alright, we're just yeah. gonna, Nah, go get him because yeah, if you no. go get him, you make him speed up his process. And if he happens to step yeah. up and scramble for eight yards, and he step up and scramble That's, for eight yards, I will take that. I yeah, take you're not eight gonna, over you're not eighty.
0: Beat me doing that all game. If 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 he ends the game with a hundred yards and 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 a hundred yard hundred yards on the ground and hundred yards in the air, I'm happy with that. I don't mind if he beats you on the ground. Did you find you're that not, play? Oh no! I stopped looking. Hold okay, on. don't worry about I it. Th- no, no, I will still find it. I want to find it because he just did a pirouette on this play. I'm like, yeah. I think
1: it was the it was the the, the Colts game. I thought it, it was. was a
0: Colts game for sure, but I just don't remember where it was at. Hold on,
1: I think it might have been towards the end. Yeah, let's see. Because I noticed it. it was when you were showing us the the whole muddle rush thing, right?
0: Yeah. Yep. He just he just spent, and I'm like, why did he do that? <laughs> like, you didn't have to do that, bro. Let me see. I'm sitting here watching it, trying to find it. Here, here,
1: here it, it is. is. There it is. There it is. All there right. You. So, yeah, put this on real quick. Yeah, I
0: got you. I'm like, there's nothing happening here, bro. And it's not. he. So, when people say, oh, he doesn't do one read and try to go. Like, that's exactly what he does. Like, one read. Look. Boop. <laughs> 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 he tried to get out of here, man. He made a good run, too, though. I mean, give it that a good, run, That's good what I'm saying. This is why he could kill you, because he, he going to make that one read, and then he out. Man. This mo- put that up, like one, he did time. that little like, pair of pr- look, the look, I'm going to read. It ain't there, man. Boom. And ain't no check down. I don't care who else open. I'm out of He ran in a full circle and took <laughs> off. Like, come on, man. Stop it. Let's stop acting like he out there just reading it and dicing it up. Man. Yeah, and, and
1: again, it's not. A knock, man. He came in it's the truth, second man. round quarterback in an offense that you know in the Big 12. That's like you said, one oh, read, I'll, read I'll option, RPO. Uh even in Alabama, it was the same damn way, right? Yeah, that's so, how he plays. So it, and then and then he got here, and the coordinator, Duck, you know, that, that, that duck was it, Duck Peterson. Totally yeah. different offense. Right. Steichen gets there. Steichen, you know, he tailors the offense towards him. It, yep. you, and it happened really in that second half of 2021. And it and it helped him out. Twenty twenty two gets here, he goes crazy, but it's he's still learning the game. But I wonder, there's a there's a quote that um, and we just talking ball now, that uh, Steve Young said uh, in regards to Lamar Jackson, where he was like, and I'm paraphrasing, I like, can't remember it specifically, but he was basically saying, "Hey man, give give Lamar more. Like like right. you're it's not, it's it's not a, a smart enough passing attack. Like like how right. are we going to know if Lamar can handle? you know, normal quarterback things if you're not asking him to do it, which he has the arm talent to do it. He's, he's not a dumb quarterback, right? But you're giving him this Mickey Mouse offense. That's what me and Foots call the, right. the Eagles offense. It's a Mickey Mouse offense. So when that Mickey Mouse offense ain't working, can he sit back there and dice you up? I don't know even how, as an Eagle fan, how you can agree with that. He can here's just sit thing. back it's there and dice like you up.
0: When, he, when you have a quarterback and you got to win now, here's the problem. The way teams were design back in the day right is you know you had pocket passers and it took about two to three years to figure out if this was your guy right yeah. so you might have survived that as a coaching regime regime or a coordinator right now because there's so many running quarterbacks it takes about five years maybe six years to figure out if that guy is your guy right so if you need to win now you can't win now by having him do things that he's just not accustomed to doing plus their reflexes get in the way because it's hard to teach a guy to throw and stand in there and take a hit, stare down the the blitz and throw or look a guy off when he he really doesn't have to. He doesn't have to because if you run after him, he can outrun that guy. Yeah, he'll run, yeah. So he's going to do that every time until he gets paid or it's time to get paid or he gets hurt. When they get hurt and they get paid, which is usually that's why I say three years is a wash for a running quarterback because those first three years they're either healthy and they're not paid yet. When it comes time to start making their money, that's when they have to show you that they can do something other than run into the defense and get themselves hurt. Right? Dak had to do it. Ben Roethlisberger had to do it. Cam Newton, Cam Newton had all of them have to do it. So that takes your grading process from a three-year window for a pocket passer to a six-year window to develop a running quarterback who thinks run first. So that's what the problem is. And a coaching regime doesn't always survive that. And when they don't survive that because they bet on that quarterback and they bet on his ability, then the quarterback suffers too. Geno Smith, uh, RG3, those guys are no longer in the – they they don't survive those regimes either when when they don't work out. You know what I mean? If it doesn't work out early, you don't win early, you're not going to have the time to develop the guy. He's going to be sitting on the bench or he's going to be out of the league. You know what I mean? So that's the problem. That's what the problem is. So that's why st- Shane, look at Shane. Shane Shane's smart man. He said, Hey man, I'm gonna I'm gonna make it work this year. And I'm the fuck out of here. He got up out of here. <laughs> he said, I'm out. You know I mean, but look at this play.
1: This got, play, they're they're one.
0: running. Yeah, this this play here, he has plenty of time. Now watch what I'm pointing look at the arrows. So that uh look I think that this is a tight man. end. That tight end is, is clearing out this safety here, right? Right behind that, there's a. they're running a double dig, right? So right behind that dig route is a dig route from, I believe, 16. are uh, Smith, one of them. It's open. They're slot guys. Yeah, it's open. And you can't say he does not have time. He has plenty of time. And if you're looking at the safety and you know what play you called, you have to know if that safety takes a step outside that hash, then I know I got that jet stream dig coming right behind. Right? And I watch. You see it. Mm-hmm. That see him? that? It's there. It's the, the design worked. It worked. And he's looking right there. Okay? He's not going to throw that ball. See? He's going to take off, and he's going to haul ass. Right? So that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. That's why it takes longer for a, a coordinator to develop these guys. Now, if you're an offensive coordinator, and they're saying, hey, you're not winning, or he's not looking good, but – you're calling these concepts, and you see in the film room that these things are working, and you you know you still are not hitting them. Whose fault is that? And how long do you how long do you think they last when that happens? Yeah, they don't last very long.
1: The the that style the running style it is not sustainable long term. No. And you and again I'm still you need to put out the video because what you was just saying right now is is you need to drop Nikoye special on this because I think it pertains to. The entire league. It's not just a, a Jalen Hurts. Oh no, this Hurts ain't thing.
0: a Jalen Hurts thing. No. This is what's happening. This is yeah. what Tom Brady was talking about and Aaron Rodgers were talking about when they started talking about the fact that you don't see a lot of these things. Why would a why would a quarterback slide protection if he can outrun the blitz? He's not gonna slide protection. Why would a quarterback move a safety or care about moving a safety when he's gonna read that one read and he's gonna beat your your end or he's gonna beat your tackle? To death and then live to the fight on another on another down. And what coach is going to say? Ah, man, you know what I mean. Nope. You got a first down out of it, so why would you complain? But that doesn't mean they're executing on time in a timing offense. This to, isn't saying a lot of football. To Go accentuate
1: ahead. that, the, recently you look mm-hmm. at the Chiefs game, right? The yes. Chiefs game early on, they blissed the hell out of Jalen Hurts. He could not identify the pressure, even though it wasn't like um uh, no, no, no offense to their defensive coordinator. Uh, I, I'm slipping my mind here, former Super Bowl champion with, with the Chiefs, but with the Giants too. Uh Spag, Spagnola. He yeah, yeah, he Spagnola. can disguise it well, but at the end of the day you also as a that's where you use your cadence. Remember what Wilson they was saying use your cadence yeah. see where this 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 cornerback slot blitz is doing. coming yeah. and you slide it. He never did that. So he got sacked like five times. Second half, what do the Eagles do? We're not asking you to recognize it. We're going to keep a tight end. We're going yep. to keep an extra blocker over here, yep. over there, and then that's how we're going to defeat it. Then you go look into the Niners game. They tried it a few times with that slot blitz. Jalen right. wasn't like a hey, slide here, slide there. What did they do? They what did they do? They kept a tight end, yep. you know, over here to block. So, so their coordinator is the one having to adjust to that because he's still developing that aspect of his game. Exactly. With that said, it's it, he if you if you don't get to him, or if you don't play it right, yes, he can beat you because he's a talented dude. And he got yeah. talent around him. He got so. arm
0: talent all that. And he, he got a hell of a, uh, you could argue the best receiver in the league or one of them, top three. Right. You know what I mean? So you can get away with a lot of the things that he's doing. The issue is this. And the the thing that Dak had to go through, uh, the thing that a lot of quarterbacks who are developing have to go through is, you know, there's musical chairs, right? Right now, the line is, like you said, they're top notch lines. But they're, you know, negotiating every year, every offseason with Kelsey to not jump off a bridge. Right. Like, they won't keep like, his hey, ass. Please, <laughs> please don't leave. Because you'll see even Kelsey will argue with him sometimes. He wants to slide his protection. Kelsey says, No, no, we're going this way. You'll see him tell him, like, no, that's not what we're doing. You know what I mean? Because that's you fact. need that extra brain on the field. And Dak had it. Dak, I think Dak actually was fighting against the fact that he had it at some points. Like you had guys who were more senior than him, like Whitten and Dez. and fredericks all those guys were like kind of telling him like hey bro this is what it's supposed to look like you know what i mean but um so they all have it but fredericks as 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 well we had to deal with the aftermath of fredericks leaving leary Mm -hmm. leaving um you know uh uh, we, we went through the chaz green era we remember dan quinn actually sacked dak seven times in atlanta in one game right same concepts right so this isn't like pick on hurts this isn't pick on running quarterback this is what all of them go through in their progressions and they all don't survive that gauntlet you know what i mean they all don't and neither do the coordinators but the reason behind it has very little to do with the coordinator's ability to dial it up and more to do with the tendencies of running quarterbacks and you it takes a while to find out if a quarterback's an athlete who happens to be able to throw or a, a, a quarterback who happens to be an athlete. And the, they sound the same, but they're worlds apart.
1: Eagle fans listening to this, man. Oh, they don't all like day, it. get 30 bags together for you ungrateful <laughs> son of a**. <laughs> and all I can hear is criticize, criticize, criticize. So now, on, don't ask me your mind for <laughs> nothing.
0: Yo, that's how Go they ahead. act too, bro. Go I'm like, yo, I wasn't you. even coming for Buddy. I was like, I, I like him. I'm like, the fact that he's still ten and two with this stuff that I'm seeing on film is amazing to me. Yeah. I'm like, I'm happy with it. So if if this was my young quarterback, I would say this is what my argument would be to somebody like me. Like, yes, this is what he's doing mm. on film, but the fact that he's still able to win doing this shows you that he when got he the learn. You said he got it factor. He does. Huh. And when he learns to not you know, just take off and he learns to read the field and he starts doing some of the things that we like Dak doing now, he starts to learn those things, how much better is he going to be? He's going to be a killer. He's going to be a killer if he gets that far, right? If the Eagles don't chase him out of town like they did Ben Simmons, if the film catches up to him. We don't know. But right now it's looking good. You know what I mean? It's looking good. But if he can't run the ball – like this happened to all of them. Remember Ben Roethlisberger would kill you. You know, but when he started getting hurt, he had to learn to develop as a pocket passer. Dak broke his leg, and gravy was pouring out. You know, he had bone <laughs> marrow and blood pouring out on the field. And right? that's
1: that was the year you started to see the division was, was, was getting better.
0: Yeah, you know? he was getting he was he was on pace for like sixty six hundred yards that year. You <laughs> know, he was killing it. But you saw, hey, he's learning, and he was doing that because everybody kept saying, "Why would you give him $30 million why would you give him 40 million? So he had to prove that I'm not just a fullback that can throw, I actually can you know dice things up. And he was he was getting there. But uh, I would argue even at that time, now now hindsight's 2020, 20, but I would argue that Kellen was even holding him back then because as you see what Mike McCarthy has done with Dak yes. this season, I, I just showed I, can can I just throw something else up here real quick? I know I threw You're this sure in that- another video.
1: You you you, you on to – you you said another video you want to put in? Yeah, I'm
0: going to throw something else okay. up here real you quick. You
1: on to something here because that, that was one of my things, and and, and I know it's going to sound like we're just talking about Dak here, but it's not just Dak, but I talk about coaching matters for a reason. If you get thrown into a situation where for, let's say, this new coordinator here for the next three, four years, you're not developing Jalen Hurts, I mean. in my opinion. You're just continuing to do the same things he's been doing when he came in here, which was, like you said, first three years. I'm trying to make this easy for you as you develop. Soon as you bring in a John Kitna, soon as you bring in a right. Mike McCarthy, then you see guys that played the quarterback position to be able to pass, help develop that guy as a passer and not just as a one-read guy or not just as a... Everybody's a, is a system quarterback, but at the end of the day, can you go to any system and and, and flourish? Really, it's kind of how I look at it. And right now, I feel like if Jalen was to go into a West Coast offense where you've got a no-look, the calls up front, you got to read the defenses, you got to, you know, do this and do that. That's it's going to take a little bit, you know, because he hasn't yet. been
0: asked to do that just yet. Right. All right, here we go. I got it. You got it. Let me pull this up. Window. Boom. Share. All right, let me blow this up real quick. This is just a treat for myself. I put this on Twitter, but for those who haven't seen it, this is what I'm talking about. Like where scheme, you can see clearly where the scheme is helping. You know what I mean? Are you is, is it on I don't know if I can go yet. Can yep, I Yeah, go? you
1: good. What's up? Yeah.
0: So you can see this, this is schemed doping. So the the front end of this play is just, you know, uh Gallup is running an interference for CD so CD can run this little arrow route. It, this would have worked anyway. It probably would have been a completion regardless, right? But what Dak's doing on the back and if you look at that single high safety at the top, Dak is moving that safety and holding Wagner as well. He's looking to his left to move the safety and the linebacker so that CD has room underneath. And this is the difference between what we used to see before where it was like a, a five-yard completion, eight-yard completion and a tackle versus him being able to turn and run. Should have been a touchdown, but yeah. Yeah, is <laughs> able to turn and run. If he doesn't take off and just tries yeah. to run, he, he he gets in there. He just yeah. went crazy. But this was the play I wanted to – one of the plays I wanted to get to. Like this is a scheme with them moving Dak, – Dak moved um, Frederick – I mean Ferguson to the perimeter, which widens out Bobby Wagner automatically he knows there's a switch based off their alignment he knows they're man and he's just looking to see where that linebacker on the opposite side is and he happens to be blitzing he's not hanging back he knows already right now as soon as mm-hmm. the ball snap cook is wide open he knows you know what i mean this is what i mean where that now that scheme there that scheme right now let me show you where scheme meets actual quarterback talent and this is the play here the scheme calls for a high low concept on wagner right so they 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 did a chip and release with shoemaker which is going to make wagner vacate the middle of the field and 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 hug this uh this uh this comeback route underneath with shoemaker right which opens it up for cooks right but under kellen moore's scheme even last season a lot of interceptions were thrown because these things weren't happening look at what dak does on the other side of the field right boom dak Sees that this undercut is coming right. The only and this is a perfect play by Diggs. Diggs did a great job. The only reason he doesn't get here, the only reason he doesn't intercept this ball is because of Dak. Mm-hmm. Now, this is where scheme meets talent. He's going to move him right now. He's looking directly at Adam and look at his footwork. Look at Dak's footwork. Let me go back real quick. Look at Dak's footwork and look at Diggs' footwork. Three steps for Dak in the left to the left and three steps for, for Diggs. Look, boom, boom, boom. And that three steps was the difference on this play. Like, I love this play every time. I've shown this like three, four times now. Because you see how close he was to He undercuts that if Dak doesn't do what he just did. And when I say, hey, you know, I don't see this on film from some of the younger guys, not just Hurts, it's true. Like, you don't see that. You see this kind of stuff, you know, just straight talent, you know, muscling guys up and using your God-given ability but yep. you don't see that type of stuff the cerebral aspect of the game. He if you got
1: the I don't know if you got the 2 point conversion play but we showed it yesterday same thing. He it, it was quarterbacking on that 2 point conversion play. He yeah. used Jamal Adams by moving with him moving Jamal with his him. eyes they and it was killing him. and boom. So yeah man there's a there's, a, to, the there's a difference the house
0: man. Yeah. yeah
1: there's there's a total difference in in you need scheme, but when scheme meets top tier quarterbacking, you get what you're getting. You get the Aaron Rodgers, you get the Tom Brady, you get, you get the, the Drew Brees, you get the Dak yep. Prescott of 2023. And, and a lot of people,
0: open. all you got to do is do your little, do your job, man. Move guys around, hold guys, and you're gonna kill. But go ahead, I'm sorry, I cut off your your, your knowledge, man. No, no, a, a
1: lot of people for for the was you know capping for Kellen Moore. Saying, you know, always oh, would have missed Keller Moore. Oh, all these excuses. It's not about excuses, man. Like, I, we've been watching this game far too long, studying the game far too long to, for me to ignore seeing what a quality coach can do for a quality player.
0: Scott Linehan, Jason Garrett, Kellen Moore had three, the one for thing seven in time for them. They were a lot like, and it, it started with Linehan, and I don't automatically blame him for it, but Linehan got away with the fact that people forget his, his progression. The reason Linehan was touted as a great offense coordinator is because he always had talent over scheme. Yeah, Randy mean, Moss. He was
1: touted as great,
0: but. Well, they, they liked him. He kept getting jobs. Yeah. Yeah, Randy Moss. They had a great offense in Minnesota. Why? Because Randy Moss does Randy Moss things. So you don't have to do a lot. Your talent is going to outdo whatever you're calling with the scheme. Then he had Megatron. You know, The talent of Megatron is going to outdo and outperform anything you're going to call in that scheme, so it makes your scheme look great because they get away with a lot more. And then he had Dez, you know what I'm saying? So he got well, away with a lot. I give Be- him credit, though.
1: I, I gave I give I give Scott Linehan credit for what he was able to do in Dallas his first three seasons. Here's why. His first year he came in uh, with a team that was too pass heavy and right. didn't know how to use their guys. Oh, no, he, man, they started he,
0: running the ball. Yeah, he
1: man. got here, and, and between him and Callahan, who was a run game coordinator, he was a pass game it was coordinator. really Callahan, man. Callahan's run game aspect, but but yeah. he was dialing up the plays, right? And then mirroring yeah. the 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 play action game and mirroring the the mm-hmm. air coriel offense. So yeah. he his little input. And then he became the full-blown play caller. And what happens when Dak Prescott, I guess, here in 2016, Tony gets hurt. The whole playbook yeah. is for Tony. He adapted yeah. the playbook for Dak. So I gave him credit. That's true. The That's problem true. is the game started to pass him. Remember, yeah. Linehan comes from an old era where he he really wasn't keeping up to date. This ain't Andy Reid and dare I say yeah. Mike McCarthy, right? right? He he never he never changed. And when you never change, True. we just talked about it. You can't have these young developmental quarterbacks and you're not developing them as a quarterback. Right. And right. Dak isn't going to fight him. He's a young kid, so we're I mean, not going to audible. We're not going to
0: do anything. Four otherwise. comeback routes. Right. We're going to run the <laughs> because same. that's. Yeah. But they're doing the same thing the Eagles do. Four comeback routes, and then we're going to try to double it up later on, hit you with double move. That's what we were doing, too, letting your talent, you know, win rather than And then than Kitna the got scheme. here. Yeah. And when Kitna got here. Kitna, Kitna developed is, Dak, though. Yes. Kitna yes.
1: starts showing him how to quarterback,
0: yes. you know, in the National he Football definitely, League. He definitely did. You saw Dak start to work on looking guys off. He started he started working on his pump fake without, without overemphasizing or exposing the ball in his pump fake, just using his shoulders, for his pump fakes, things like that. Kidna did a great job and worked on his and Dak was working on his footwork too. So Yeah, he was, he went to
1: Tom House. He was working on his uh his his, his you know his technique. And, and again, you're always tweaking your technique.
0: Yeah. And,
1: and then Kellen became the guy and Kellen wasn't worried about, you know, in my opinion, developing the quarterback position. Kellen was obviously trying to get a better job, but yeah. also just, hey, I, let's just go out here and, and 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 air this thing out.
0: All those option routes is like Dak was using his skills to get guys over where whereas now the scheme is getting guys open and Dak's using his skills to exploit. and his experience, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I say scheme meets when scheme meets talent. I think and I think that Dax talent was helping uh Kellen Moore a lot more than what we one, gave. Credit
1: for. I, one, look, this dude 100 yeah. percent carry Kellen. Yeah, yeah. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. Um and, and that's not to say that Kellen's not Kellen's a smart guy, he's just he's inexperienced. Smart, yeah. He needs Young. he needs to to go through the fire, right? Mm-hmm. And come out scarred so he knows what not to get burnt with next time. That's that's just yep. what that is. So we'll see what happens with them. But yep. it's that time. Hashtag mm-hmm. ask Akoye. We already got a couple questions because I teed it up. Shouts out, by the way, to 2I um, in the building. Hold on. Double I. Little homie. She in the building. We played her clip earlier. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brother L, shout out to the bro. He said, hashtag ask Akoye. After the Niners' loss that, e- that the Eagles suffered, it's expected that they will make some adjustments. What areas do you think they may potentially overcorrect that could work in our favor?
0: Uh, we might see more of big plays. Like If we come out and we show because they, they showed an inability to tackle in the open field which is why leonard they probably upped the offer on leonard like hey man we're gonna give you a little bit more coming up in here because uh they were showing an inability to tackle in the open field so if we come out and threaten the perimeter on those short plays bubble screens and, and, and short short routes uh maybe they hug the line of scrimmage a little bit too much and it gives us opportunities for deep plays but you don't play you everybody that that...
1: defense then you're talking about
0: oh yeah, yeah i'm talking about the yeah. defense yeah i'm talking about defense um but you don't play everybody the same because you know cd went off on them too so they 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 may have they may be looking at the film against us more so than scouting themselves from last week yeah uh you know what i mean that's what i think but uh so as far strong, as yeah. offensively um i can't see much correction because this is what they've been doing for two seasons now so you, they're not going to change their stripes at this at this point in the season. They've already been trying to all year, and I think that change was let's you let's run the offense through AJ and then get everybody else open late. The thing that may uh, be different, if you if you will, and it may look totally different than last week, is what Sky touched on, which is Dallas Goddard being back. So mm-hmm. it's going to be different automatically, but not because they decided to scheme it up different. It's because they got a different toy and a different piece back that allows them to do different things.
1: That's per. I, I look, I got nothing else to add really to that. I think Goddard is going to be the biggest difference offensively, defensively. Honestly, much like you just said, offensively, they don't really do anything different. I, I don't I don't think they can really change up anything. Not I, now, I, yeah. Not, I, look, Leonard is not going to help where they ail the most at in the middle of the field, and that's coverage. Yeah. So, you know,
0: it was sure, okay stopping the run anyway. Yeah. yeah,
1: sure. Go ahead, go to a team that. Was okay stopping the run. You know, tomorrow I'm gonna dive into their defense. They've been getting whooped on the ground a little bit the last three weeks, but um, we don't run the ball in that manner anyway. And I still wouldn't attempt fate in that in that way. I would just attack where they're really bad at, and they've been terrible defending the uh, defending the pass game. Mm-hmm. Um, LB asked, hashtag ask Sequoia, basically hashtag ask Akoya. Do you think Still gets any better even playing hurt? He's not the worst O so line. He's not the worst alignment we have. Uh, no. So I um, think
0: still, still had a game. Oh, you see, does he get better in the Eagles game? You mean I,
1: I'm not really sure. I mean, I, I might have read that wrong. Because uh, I still, still has any better, even playing hurt, and he says he's not the worst. O-lin- I would say he is playing as the worst O lineman
0: right now because right of now, his injury. Possibly, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. But um, I think still has uh, recovered well from Eagles game. Like uh, when you watch his film. Does he give you, you know, a perfect games? No. Do you need to help him still? Yes. But um, he's making some of the plays that made us fall in love with him in the first place. When you look at that Carolina game, I think he took two guys out on that play, on one play where it was, I think it was a run play. But uh, he took two guys out. You know what I mean? I'm like, that's the still that we grew to love. It was the aggressive guy that. You know, was was was. If he was wrong, he was going wrong. He was wrong at 110 miles an hour in the wrong direction. We don't have a problem with that. You know what I mean? So we we got that version of him back. But he's always going to have that issue this season with his leg. The difference, though, in this game versus the first Eagles game is when you watch Still on grass, him and TP, except for in the Carolina game uh, with TP. I think TP's leg is now he's he's trusting it. But when you watch Still plant his foot. His left leg on grass with cleats, he doesn't do it half, aggra- has a, half as aggressively. But we're home in this game. He's been doing excellent on turf, so I think I still don't know about excellent. So I mean,
1: got after been, a bit. He,
0: he's, <laughs> been he's been, been himself. Still. You upset. Know what I'm saying? So on turf, you know, I, I like him a lot better. Put it that way. You're right. He's not. He hasn't been excellent all year, but he's been better, much better. A lot of the things that I saw in the Eagles game don't happen on turf quite as much.
1: I am. Yeah, Tomorrow we are gonna talk about the defense. That matchup I'm 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 just honest, I'm Concerned about. I'm yeah. concerned about it. Turf, street, on the moon, <laughs> concrete. I don't give a damn where it's at. In a tree. <laughs>
0: about to go. Uh, got to go. Sam, I am. He's like, I don't want it in the house. I don't not want it on Reddit the
1: getting after him last week.
0: That you know. <laughs> They got to figure
1: that out. Then, hey, th- that that chip release. Hey, do that shit on his side. Yeah,
0: do that. Well, they they did. You saw that play with? Uh, That's what I'm saying. For, that chip release. Do for, that. Yeah, that was crazy. Help him Both out, man. Help in, him brother um, out. Pollard, Pollard, and Ferguson destroyed those guys on those chip releases.
1: Help me, help you. Um, Jacob says, Askakoye, our QB. He's been great for a while, but is he on a heater this season, or is it, or is this new to him?
0: You're talking about. I think um, so. Dad? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I thought maybe he was Eagles fan. Um you said he's on a heater this season. Is this he says, new uh, him? QB
1: has been great for a while. Right. But is, I guess he's saying is this just. Oh, he said major? he's been
0: good, but he's been he's better now. Um I think it's the combination of both him. You gotta give people don't do I don't know why people don't do this, but you know, you gotta give Mike McCarthy his credit for development and, and, yes. and what Mike McCarthy did, the most important thing he did other than the scheme that him and Shotty came up with, that's that's not That's not what's happening here. See, that's just how we're going to attack you, right? But the philosophy is what's most important about Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy came out and he said something that that sticks out to me to this day, which is I want a quarterback to own the offense, not me. I need a coach on the field. Mm -hmm. And that's what you're seeing this year with Dak. It's not just you're talented, let me call up a play that puts you in good position to do what you need to do. It's like, no, no, you're smart. I trust you to do what needs to be done Talk in each him. crucial situation, and even when you don't have those don't have those things down pat, I trust you to develop them as the season goes on. That those were the growing pains you saw earlier in the season, where Dak was kind of second guessing some of the things he wanted to do, she. and then now you see him opening it up, and then also at the end of the preseason, where you see him actually call an entire game. Those were the training wheels into what you see right now, which is. Dak is a coach on the field. He knows what's up. Even when you hear him in the huddle talking to his guys now, he like, that's on me. I should have slid that. Even though God guy gave him a second, like, no, I, I could have did that. I could have did this different. You know that. You know, just let me know if you can't go. Just say, like, that's a different mentality than, hey, this guy over there called the play. Let's run the play the best way he called it. It's like, no, I see something. And the communication between him and his guys now, I think is at an all-time high. And that's what you're saying. You're not just seeing. It's not, he, he didn't just develop new talent. He's no, now I think this has, always been,
1: this has always been in him. I just think he never had the the, the, the coach to get Bring that out. out of him, in yeah. my opinion. Um, I even my would argue earlier in the season, I don't even know that McCarthy expected him to, to get it this quick because that's why, no. according
0: to him— He's kind of like trying to hold him back a little bit. Like, he, I don't...
1: According to him, I, I didn't cut Dak loose. And the one yeah. thing I always say about Dak is Dak is a coach's player, right? So he's going to do what you say. I don't think yeah. Dak was any – like, Dak could have did this early, but they yeah. elected to kind of say, you know what, let's just nerf this offense. And we gave him right. a pass because we were blowing teams out. But once you got the San Francisco, it was like, time to nerf is over. Yeah, it's time to release it, and you lose, didn't. It
0: that way, yeah.
1: And he came out a couple weeks ago, and Coach was like, yeah, one of the things that I, 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 I will take out of that game is that we went into that game, and I was conservative. I was trying to be too, you know, precise – on these things because I was essentially afraid of things that I can't control. So once he cut that loose, it it was literally the next week. Dak was bing, 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 you know? And so now if, if, as long as McCarthy's here with this particular offense and it's funny, bro, he said in off season, you brought up what he he talked about um, uh, uh, some months ago. He also brought up, it usually takes years to master the offense and yeah. that's why you saw a guy like uh, Aaron Rodgers who at the beginning of McCarthy's tenure, he was kind of in that mode of, okay, coach, what do you want me to dial up? My talent will take over, you know, from time to time, but I'm going to do what we say here. And then it was a wrap after that. Yeah, Aaron was right. doing, it, it was like, hey. Aaron was
0: even talking about Mike. Like, <laughs> man, I got young <laughs> right? You don't know exactly. what the hell you doing. <laughs> like, yo, what's so up, So I bro? think it's Wait, impressive that at, that at this yeah. point,
1: you know, in, in the season, in this offense, he's pretty much picked this thing up. So I can only imagine – where we could have been if this was year four in this offense and not one
0: there's a difference between potential and will you know a lot of quarterbacks have talent and potential but your will to get better and your will to improve is what will carry you there and that's what dak has shown from having a football field in his backyard to Mm -hmm. you know having the dak dance you can see every season his will to get better he's not resting on his laurels or resting on his talent He's willing to be better and willing to do what it takes. And I think that's what Mike McCarthy saying when he saw, saw that short learning curve. It's like, hey, he's getting it faster than most because he's willing to. He's going to do what it takes to get there. And I like that about Dak. I like I've always like that about Dak. It's like, hey, if I criticize something, just like last year, they criticized the interceptions. He came in. He's not throwing interceptions this year. You know, him and Diggs both have that. Like, if you criticize something, they work on it, and they they take it away. You know, and that shows that a, a player wants to get better. Not, you know, I'm not just saying I am it. You know, they want to be it, and conti- consistently.
1: Uh, Saul Cruz, uh, hashtag Ask Sequoia. How do you feel about our safeties and coverage against Goddard? I know our safeties haven't really been the best in coverage. And then, kind of two question: what also What's also different about how we're deploying them? You you brought up that a little bit a few weeks yeah. ago. So, yeah. how do you feel about the safeties against Goddard?
0: Um, I actually I mean, the the issue against Goddard, honestly, if you pay attention, the two plays that he kind of got us on last last uh, game, they weren't against the safeties. That's the problem. Put the guys on them that are supposed to erase them, whether that's going to be Izzy, Uh, Wanye. If you're going to if you're going to say curse is that guy, then, you know, it's a tell. It's a telling situation when we're on third down and you don't have curse on them. Why is that? So, if he's the guy that's supposed to erase our tight ends, then may, let's see it. You know what I mean? But when you see J. Lou on him or you see Bell on him, that shows that they're not using those safeties correctly, in my opinion. Because I know Wanye can do that. Wanye, I watched Wanye in the first game of the season lock down Waller. Not that the Giants were great, but he did a great job cool. against Waller. And every time I've seen him in a game, if you're throwing the ball in his direction, if you do complete it, it ain't because he out of position. It's because you made a hell of a play as a wide receiver or a quarterback.
1: He made a, a good bowl. play on uh Washington's tight end, Logan Thomas. Broke yeah. up a play on, on, on a drag route. I got and I Thielen got-
0: too. Thielen caught that fourth down play, but it wasn't because Wanye was out of position, covering on a rub route. If you watch that play, people don't pay attention to how good Wanye is. You're covering a wide their number one wide receiver. Against a rub route, you chose wrong. You didn't undercut the rub. You went over it, still made it to the ball and almost ripped it out. Like you met the ball at the receiver, doing it wrong as a safety, covering a receiver in the slot, which shouldn't even be happening anyway. So that shows what Wanye is able to do in coverage. Like Wanye versus a tight end, I love it.
1: Yeah. I think this is that's your answer here is to get Wyoming. Now look, I
0: I, I think Bell can actually cover him. I'm yeah, not. Yeah, I'm not actually
1: w- too worried about it.
0: Well, that's not our covered though, but he can do it. You know, he can do it.
1: I trust him against him. I just against, that play we showed was that's what they do. They play with your eyes, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you get the you get the you the, the play action, the split zone, and you, you hesitate for one second. That gets you. But I, I love how like I don't think Bell needs to come off the field on, on yeah. passing downs because he closes closing speed is excellent, um, and I think he can he can do some good things. But in and, man, down the field, right, if you want to do some of those single high stuff and maybe maybe we get exotic and we blitz, I would put – I'd take Curse off the field. I'd put Juan Ye on the field and have Juan Ye cover these guys. And I have Juan Ye out there with Bell, uh, Malik Hooker. And, shoot, man, you could argue, depending on what you d- d- decide to do with Dono, if Dono – I would blitz him. I actually wrote this down earlier. Yo, thank you, bro. I actually you, wrote bro. This down.
0: Dono blitzing is what Dono should be doing. Not covering. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that play against DK was Dono. You know what I mean? And if you just say, hey, if Janye is in that position, or even Izzy, does DK make that play? Because if when you look at Bland, Bland was in great position. He did, he did good. Just the ball just slightly was over his hands. That's it. But if if Dono is not there and Wanyye is there, I think Wanye closes that window and there's no completion at all. I think he closed that window. Yeah, because so,
1: you got. I mean, you got. Donovan Wilson is not a cover guy. No. Playing back in in a cover
0: position, In space where in, he in sp- doesn't belong.
1: No, 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 no. Um, so I had wrote down, you no know, blitz Dono with Juan Ye and coverage. That's kind of where I will go, and, and I don't know why they they just decided to stop. Don't, maybe maybe again Dan Quinn is trying to adjust, but Donovan Wilson blitzed something almost close to forty times last year. I don't even know that he's blitzed ten this season. <laughs> And he's he's been one of the best blitzing safeties since he's been a full time safety, yeah. and it's a it's a great you know curveball to throw because normally when you get a defensive end or, or maybe even a linebacker blitzing, they're just not as quick unless it's Michael Parsons. Yeah. They're not as yeah. quick and fast and nimble as a as a as a DB might be. So right. we used to do a lot of DB blitzing with with Rod because we kind of had to. It slowed down with with DQ, and then he started to use Donald as a blitzer. Right. I would go back to doing that, man, because he can get home. Can get if you're home
0: gonna have home. him on the field, definitely have him blitzing. If you're not gonna blitz Dono, uh, get Despite, him off the field
1: or, or Rover, but don't put him. Don't put him. See, this is what I didn't get. Why? Why wasn't our cover guys back there in the two high situation?
0: I don't know. Yeah. And and the other thing is this. Um, I think the the option overload is becoming an issue because uh, we don't need to run. We have so many safeties now that we try to find different unique ways to use them. It's like if, if if life gives you lemons, make lemonade, so to speak. But uh we try to find all these different places for them. And well, really, our defense now, I think, is better suited in our base than it is our big nickel with three safeties out there anyway. We're just doing that to try to keep curse on the field. But when you see us in those three one fives or those three four looks, we've been better at stopping the run and been more balanced because. You know, we have five guys down that can stop the run up front. And those linebackers like Bell, it actually helps Bell and Clark because they have gaps that they can shoot because those uh, linemen aren't getting to the second level as easy when we're in those three, four looks. When we come out of that into those big nickel formations, you can run against us and you can pass now because Curse is actually hampered. He's not doing what he was doing traditionally. So um, we're still sticking to tradition by putting him in those positions, but It's not half as effective as it was last year. I think right now we've transitioned into more of a 3-4 team, uh, in my opinion. And uh, that means, you know, one of those safeties is odd man out. We only need two on the field at any given time. But we're trying to keep them all on the field together. And that's where we're running in the log jams. You need to just choose your best two. And then situationally on third downs, come out on those big nickels and allow those other guys to get on the field. But when you see first and second down, you see Curse down in the box, Dono in the box, you know they're trying to get these guys on the field when that isn't where we're best suited. You know what I mean? That's not where we're best suited. Not this year. Last year we needed to do that. We don't this year.
1: Um, super Chats, we got to get up out of here. I forgot I got a meeting. Um, yeah. Shouts out to T. Gordon, drop five. and said, watching dudes on Twitter get burned by – Comments telling them to show it with the film the way Okoye did. Eagle fans right now looking like (laughs) T.O. They mad. Rock Drums 11 dropped two and said, Micah at defensive tackle. Would they keep Kelsey at home?
0: I'll put Micah in the middle of the field, you mean? That's what you mean? Um, I'm I'm imagining. Or you mean when they put him at three tech sometimes they do do that? Um, They they
1: did that against Tyler Steen. I mean, he he actually got a good rush on. uh, Oh, he does well. I think got a sack from that him and somebody. Oh, Armstrong! Armstrong was the other guy on the other side.
0: I I Uh, think I I like Micah in a three-four look against Hertz because I like I I don't like the idea of him being one of four, meaning one of the four pass rushers. I like him being the fifth guy, and then there's four guys in front of him, meaning he's free. He's free to do whatever he wants and attack who he wants the -hmm. way he wants. I like him that way when he's standing over the center, standing up, but there's four down linemen around him or with him or if you're going to have him on the outside i like it when he has four guys inside you know what i mean where he has three down linemen and then an opposite outside linebacker on the opposite side of the field i like those looks too because then you still can't slide as much or take him out and chip as much so he's either in a three four or he's standing up in the midst of those four down linemen at linebacker and still blitzing i like that when micah is the fifth guy and you having to you know you know account for him uh and slide protection tool it makes it so those other four you know they're only dealing with half a man so i think that's our most effective look i don't like him being one of the four no matter where he is i don't i just don't like
1: it yeah man uh, i'm with you on a sense of i don't like him being the uh edge contained guy like when nah, we're just in the traditional four man like i don't mind him down there depending on the down and distance Third downs. Go. Right. But early on, if he's the guy being the force contain guy, that, that just doesn't make any sense for me, man. Let him. He's run. our
0: best pursuit player. Yeah. That matter of fact, most of the players that made that, that people were like, damn, he was great. You remember that Chicago game where he scores, you know, mm-hmm. he, he runs up the field, gets the fumble recovery, runs all the way back to the end zone. And then the Detroit game where he gets beat in the backfield run, rushing up the field, chases the tight end down, or whoever that was, he chases it down. Forces a fumble. That shows like he is our best pursuit player and our fastest player. Yeah. Why would you have him standing still holding up a right tackle? Especially if he ain't getting what? the calls. It does make two, sense.
1: Two holding no? calls, and, and what is this name? And now? there's
0: guys that are better at that than him. Like that's what Chauncey wants to do. That's what Sam Williams likes to do. Let them do that. Let, that's what OSA does too. Let those guys do that. That's what D Law does. Let them do that. That's their style of play. That's not what Micah does. You want Micah free, you don't want hands on him. You want him free to just wreak havoc and cause trouble. That's what you want him doing.
1: And then Antonio Hobson dropped five and said, Hey, we have the best content creators in the league. Not even close. Thanks truth. for all the hard work. I'll say this all the time, man. I, I don't I don't know. And again, I don't watch everybody's do, stuff. <laughs> but, but, but I, I don't watch. know nobody that's really doing it like we're doing it here in this community, they, man. Yeah, they're not, man. I do they not.
0: Know. I do not. We got something special here.
1: But, hey, bro, uh, let them know where to find your work if they are new here. They just jumped up in here, and they're like, man, who's this dude dropping all these bombs on us?
0: Appreciate it, man. Uh, definitely A-K-O-Y-E Media on YouTube. Uh, you'll see the breakdowns there and a lot of live videos, things like that. I'm starting to put videos on TikTok and Twitter, too. So follow me on TikTok under the same name, Twitter under the same name. And I I, 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 to- I told you last time, Scott, I've been a lot more peaceful uh on twitter so don't let this week fool you but i chose war this week because oh, no. it's choose week. violence please choose, yeah. choose I chose violence, violence this week yeah i chose violence this week but it's because it's the eagles and it, and it count for everything like this is for all the marbles to me so you know let's get it and we under their skin so if we under their fan skin hopefully we under the players too let's get them you know yeah what if I mean?
1: dallas gets this victory they will temporarily be in first place in the division and yep. and again man i know it might sound far-fetched because of of you know you're kind of in a, in a big hole here with the Niners. If you win, the Niners win, you're 10-3, the Niners are 10-3, and, and the Eagles are 10-3. Mm-hmm. You just continue to keep handling your business. The first place, the the, the, the the conference number one seed, home field advantage, is still up for grabs. It doesn't right. matter that, you know, I know the Niners are looking crazy, but you got to get this dub because you've been the best home team in the National Football League for two seasons. Yep, I'm playing for that. I'm playing for toe. that, bro. So You're there right. it is. I'm going to go ahead and press this button. Push the goddamn button. Push the goddamn button. I got it. Get up out of here. Appreciate you, bro. As always, Kway Media is always fire fast. Appreciate it. If, if y'all don't know, now you do. If you missed 100. it, because I know some people jumped up in here late, run this thing back, man. A whole lot of gems yeah, on yeah, the an ops. A and we'll be back tomorrow talking about the Cowboys' defense, offense going up against that Eagles' defense. And I'll be on later on with Boston Barty Live. And Mo will be on later tonight. And uh, that'll be it. Love you all. Be out of here. Peace. Peace.